Hi, Kate. Welcome back after the Christmas break. Hope thank you, you very had a much, Sean. Good Christmas. I did. Thank you very much. Good. And uh, we're back with the new release, which is coming out on the 10th of January. That is correct, Sean. Yeah. Actually, my birthday is a little side note. Wow. Happy birthday. We'll be celebrating for two reasons that day then. Exactly. I look forward to it. <laughs> so uh, let's get stuck into the release 70 uh, notes. Uh, the first thing I see is that there's a, now a My Sites progress graph so that people can... Uh, see how they're doing on, on all the sites. Exactly. This is uh, this is a request from a lot of our enterprise customers who have uh, a lot of sites and they uh, they primarily use the My Sites component within QA to get an overview about uh, about the progress for all of their sites really mm -hmm. within QA. So now we've implemented a graph so they can get a visual interpretation of, of how they're doing. We've also added a trend indicator uh, within the table so they can compare it to the last check. And we've added a search facility above both the table and the graph so they can actually search for specific sites by URL or, or title and uh, return the results both within the graph and the table. Okay, so if they search for a name and they have a couple of sites that include that name, then the graph will reflect the, the combination of the results. So it'll show all the broken links for those sites that are resulted. Exactly, search, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And it's the only, uh, it's only way that we can do it at the moment. Uh, but actually it's, uh, it's an exciting start to development we're gonna be doing with, uh, with the MySites component. Uh, for example, uh, in one of the next uh, future releases, we're gonna be introducing tags for sites, yeah. um, so people can actually tag their sites, and then this could be a filtering possibility within the my sites table. Yeah, so you could say, I want to see the graph for all my European sites and the progress on those, or Asian sites or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, sounds like a great new feature, and uh, another one under settings uh, that I see on the release notes is now we have the facility to email all users. Yeah, we do. And this is, uh, I think this is a great one because it's also very high on the customer ideas forum. Um, we had actually was, uh, what have we got? It was actually five requests, totaling 19 votes from our, from our customers in regards to this. Uh, basically just wanting a facility to be able to email the users that they've added to Site Improve. Uh, so now we've made it very easy from the users table that you can email uh, any number of users, all of them if you want to. And the great thing with this is it, uh, it satisfies a request from our users, but it also helps us because if they're using our facility to email their users mm -hmm. about a Christmas dinner or I don't know, it could be about anything, yeah. then it again, it ties in Site Improve with their daily work and, and, and how they uh, communicate with their, with their users. Exactly. So it's just keeping keeping the Site Improve company within their in their mind. Yep. And uh, if we come out with some new release and then the administrator wants to make sure that everybody reads the release notes, which they should, <laughs> uh, then they can just remind them about that. Yep. That's cool. Uh, and within accessibility, there's a few, uh, three changes. Uh, one of them, we're introduced, uh, how do you say that word? CAPTCHA? CAPTCHA. CAPTCHA on the page report. Uh, and I know that we had some uh, yeah, issues over, over the Christmas holiday to do with uh, Google misidentifying us as a, a troublesome uh, website. Yeah, we did. I mean, it's, it's, uh, we've seen it before with the, with the page report where we get uh, incorrectly uh, blacklisted by, by Google uh, and, uh, and they're a little hard to get hold of, uh, yeah. Google. But uh, obviously, we, we, we've sorted that issue out now. But the accessibility team have worked between, actually between Christmas and New Year to implement this, uh, this capture. And it's for... Um, for anonymous users, so it's not going to affect our logged in users. If you've logged into the system and you're viewing the accessibility page report, you'll just see it as normal. But yeah. if you send that link then to someone who isn't a site improved user and hasn't logged in, then mm -hmm. this capture will uh, will appear. They just need to 
basically what is this image and, and type it in so we know that it isn't a robot or, or anything suspicious and they'll be able to see the uh, the page report. Yeah. So the thing was when, when Google crawled these pages, found these pages, they saw someone else's content but represented or shown on our website. Exactly. And then that's a bit suspicious. So uh, that will avoid that issue from yeah. happening again. And it's, and it's one thing, uh, we'll be uh, um, uh, looking into other ways that we can also uh, help this and avoid being blacklisted uh, by Google. It, it's, it's high up in, in our priorities at the moment. Great, that's great. And uh, also within accessibility, you've changed the naming of uh, issues. So instead of uh, ignoring issues within accessibility now, they have the option to... Yes, <laughs> the option to... <laughs> Didn't we practice um, this, Kate? Yeah. No, well, this is uh, this is a great one from Anna, and it's actually one that's been on her list for uh, for quite a while, and it relates to actually the uh, the idea of ignoring something. I mean, if you say the term ignore, and we actually use it quite a lot within our system, yeah. um, it might be seen from an outside perspective. Say, if you're being audited, for example, that you've just ignored a yeah. whole lot of things. Um, and a lot of our customers aren't just ignoring them, but they just want to remove them from the list or they can't actually do anything about yeah. them. So they've thought about this issue and how they might be able to, to deal with it. And perhaps it's something that they can't do anything about. Exactly. So, so and it's basically introduced two different uh, ways. You can either say that you, you can't fix it. That, that's the reason why you want to remove it off. Or you can say that it's approved. So she's actually introduced a positive uh, element of, uh, of this original ignore functionality. So you can say that you've approved this image. Actually, this one's okay. It doesn't need to be flagged up anymore. And then uh, change the uh, the decisions. So we don't reference to ignored things. Uh, we reference to approved uh, items. Mm -hmm. um, and it just gives it a, a positive element and also removes the uh, the term ignore, which which has potentially been, uh, been an issue, especially for some of our US customers. Yeah, it's got a kind of a negative... Uh, slant to it, yeah. ignored. Uh, and then under the drop down as well, they have three three options. They can see the ignored issues or the approved issues are the ones that can't be fixed. Exactly, that's uh, a good point. Actually, the ones that have already been ignored are there still, and the status is termed as ignored. But we do indicate that this is a deprecated uh, state now, so it's one that has been there. We haven't converted any of their ignores, but it's yeah. not one they can actively choose now. Choose again, okay. And also, there's, uh, within accessibility, uh, certain tasks can be assigned uh, to role types. Uh, and that's you can see that now within the list of accessibility issues. Yeah, exactly. This is just a little one, but, but kind of uh, taking on the feedback uh, in regards to usability of the tool. Uh, it came through from, um, uh, I think, either from the champions or, especially, uh, or particularly from the CX uh, group, that people didn't know that they were able to assign these mm. issues to roles. Uh, and we were kind of hiding the option underneath the uh, the cogwheel. So uh, so that's just been pulled out. So it's a little bit more obvious that they can uh, they can switch the role. Yeah. Um, and they're the roles like developer, editor, etc. Exactly. Yeah, not the user roles. No. Uh, within policy, uh, there's some improvements. Then now, when you uh, set up a policy, there can be a number of violations of this policy within a page. And when we get the list, we, we normally, or previously had just got the list of pages that violate the, the policy. And now we can see uh, how many times that policy is violated on the page itself. <laughs> how many times can I say violated within the one sentence? Yeah, so this is uh, this is a really nice addition. Um, and just to, uh, to clarify what it is, it's in relation to policies where you're actively looking for something. So let's take a content 
match, for example. So if you've set up a policy to actively look for the company name Site Improve, uh, so what you'd be able to get returned now is not only all the pages where Site Improve has appeared, mm -hmm. but the amount of times that Site Improve appears on each individual page. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, uh, the, the most basic uh, things in relation to this is that it will enable the customer to prioritize. We're all about prioritizing their workflow. If they've set up this policy, what is the page they want to tackle first? Well, it's probably the page where there's most uh, occurrences of, uh, of site improve on, yeah. that, uh, on that page. There's a little uh, side note as well from, uh, from Nikolai. It actually demands that, uh, that we've done a full crawl of the site for this information to appear on the customer's uh, account. So it's just to let you know, if you don't see it, mm -hmm. it isn't an error. It will be rolled out uh, after we go live on uh, on Tuesday and over the next couple of weeks as we do the full crawls of the uh, okay. of the websites. Cool. Uh, and also within policy, uh, there's a new, uh, a new policy uh, in which we can find uh, PDF titles. Yeah, there's a new rule under the, uh, the document category. Yeah. Um, and it's basically what you just said. So yeah. as a new rule that you can uh, you can uh, search for a uh, for a name uh, title or, or part of the title of a PDF document as part of your policies. Yep. And see where that is on yep. your website. Cool. So that was uh, that was great. Kate, get the update on what's going on. And for our listeners, we have some feedback from the competition, and the winner uh, was in fact. Thanks, Roger Furman uh, from the US. Uh, sales director of course i'm sure everybody knows roger and uh, glad to hear that you're listening and his suggestion was about readability so in the future we'll do a special podcast about readability and we thank uh, everybody that give the, their feedback we got some great feedback uh, people wanted to know about what's coming up as well as what has just happened so what's going to happen in the, in the future in development yeah. so we'll concentrate on that uh, information about the api was asked for that will be probably best presented within a video rather than a podcast because uh, it'll be a lot more easy to understand so we're going to work on that and get that out to you as well and then people asked about uh, automatic language detection which of course Kate is an expert in so I am Sean I am <laughs> just so happens that we can uh, we can do this one in-house so uh, thanks very much for all your suggestions and congratulations to Roger there'll be a box of chocolates winging its way to you <laughs> and uh, we want to wish everyone a happy new year please do share this podcast with your colleagues and let them know about it and check out the release notes within Sissy thanks Bye. Bye.